This is the Humerian Health Podcast. Spilling our guts for the well-being of yours. We're here today on the Humerian Health Podcast with Dr. Sean Benzinger. Hello! (laughs) And Amy Baker. That's me. And we're joined with... (laughs) Liz Howarth, and we can't even get through the opening because we've already been laughing so much. I was going to say off camera, off mic, off that mic. we can't even like but start. We so we're just going to start. So Liz is here today. She is a counselor and a personal friend of mine. Oh. Wow. <laughs> well, that, you probably have a lot of counselor friends. Um, okay, <gasps> oh, so pa- licensed mental health counselor. <laughs> anyway, welcome, Liz, to the show. Thank you. Yeah. Happy to be here. Yay. We paid her heavily. We, for we, this. Did pay her, we didn't <laughs> even buy her coffee or anything. No, I mean, she just showed up. A blonde coffee. A, bl- yeah, a blonde espresso. Blonde. I'm telling you, it's the thing. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway, this is part of our Dimensions of Health series that, that we started some yeah. time ago. And we thought about this idea. It's, it was, we were coming into the new year. I'll give you a little backstory. Okay. We were coming into the new year thinking about all the ways that we probably want to improve our lives, right? We have, we set goals or we make. Um, commitments to people that are, we want to change behaviors and whatever. And then we started talking internally about, well, there's lots of different ways that you can get help, change your life, have accountability, whatever. And we each had our own experiences. And we thought, how interesting would it be to actually go out and find like executive coaches, spiritual directors, right. counselors, and talk about like, what is that role in society in a life of a person? You know, where does it fit? What is it? And, you know, when might it be a good idea to contact somebody who's in one of those roles, right? Yep. So I know you, I and, you're, counselor. and you're a counselor, <laughs> so you fit the bill perfectly. So I thought maybe you could tell us a little bit about what counseling is, how long you've been a counselor, just kind of give us a little I lay of the land. I why. why. Well, and why. Okay, stop counseling. No. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So, you know, start from the beginning when you were two. Okay. So you, no. I was born. No. Um, <laughs> I said yeah. counselor first. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, gosh. No. Yeah. Well, um, so I have been doing this for about two and a half years as a licensed counselor. So about five years ago, I graduated from grad school. Um, I've worked in different areas like with college students, um, community mental health, and now I'm in private practice. So I've kind of worked with four-year-olds all the way up to like 60-year-olds. So it's been like a whole range of experiences and people and um, just demographics and all kinds of stuff. So it's been pretty cool. Um, Yeah. Why do I do it? Yeah. (laughs) Tell us why, Liz. Tell us. I am a huge fan of the more we can grow in self-awareness and who we are, then the more um, healthy and holistic people that we can be. And that impacts how we relate to ourselves, to other people, and then if we are faith-based in some way to God. And so I think that that um, just holds a lot of great weight. And so I'm super passionate about helping people with that. Very cool. Yeah. So give us the 101, because actually I wish that our off um, air producer was with us today. He's not because we he had needs this. Help. He needs help. No, okay. we had this conversation about well, okay, but what's mm-hmm. really the difference between counseling, spiritual direction, oh, yeah. um, right. receiving right. receiving counsel? Yes. Like mm-hmm. for, you mentioned like in a faith based environment, so when yes. you're at a church and you receive counsel. So from your perspective, to psychology, yeah, to what, psychiatry, even though yeah, we've kind what, of delineated. She's like, those, wait, stop. But, <laughs> no, what but is, just stay what counseling. Is counseling. Yeah. yeah. yeah what? Yeah. Where does that fit in the yes. paradigm? This is great. So I feel like counseling is a unique relationship because um, 
you kind of you walk into this space you don't know the other person on the other side but that's kind of what makes it unique is that this person isn't in your life so it's a third party who's not in your everyday life but who hopefully can help create this safe environment for you to talk through whatever is going on so there are many reasons that people go to counseling um so many, but, (laughs) but, um, just to sit down. And I think a lot of what I do is I hear people's stories and where they've come from, where they're at now, where they want to be. Um, and we just try to listen. And through the training that I've had, we learn a lot about personality theory and different skills and techniques and tools to help people, um, kind of name things that they want to address and then work through those, whatever that looks like. Okay, cool. Yeah. So you mentioned that you've been that you're licensed, yes, right. So yes. that would mm-hmm. imply that there is state licensure, unlicensed testing that could happen. Yeah. So yeah, but talk. you had to go through some. It yeah. isn't just you came out with a degree and you have a license. No. you have to do yes. something else. Yeah, yeah. Okay. So yeah, so in grad school you can't graduate without taking a certain um, national certification test. So you take that, then you graduate, and you go and you do whatever job you would like to do within the field. And then you have to get, you're going to put me on the spot. I forget how many hours now. I think it's like 3,000 hours of, um, yeah, working with different populations. Um, And then you have to take a licensing exam after that. And that's how you become licensed. Because even though it, it is called practicing, I mean, it doesn't matter if you have a doctorate or anything else, you're practicing. Yeah. So it makes sense that you would have to have 3,000 hours to just hone yeah. your craft of understanding. I guess you, you almost become a professional listener Yeah. in the beginning. Yeah. Because if yeah. you don't hear them, it's just how do you hear somebody well? Yeah. So yeah. do you have hearing class? No, yeah, no. exactly. It's like, okay, nobody talks. You just listen. I often tell people there's like different wheels going in your brain at one time. So it's like my own process, their process, and then right. this other wheel of like how to conceptualize and help bridge yeah. thing. So yeah, there's a lot happening in there. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. Yeah. Now, do you feel that it's only two and a half years mm-hmm. that you've been, are you seeing any shift or you're probably in with other counselors that, you know, are 106 years old and <laughs> have been doing a long time. Um, but are they, um, are they seeing a shift of acceptance of sitting down and talking? Because heck, years ago, there wasn't counseling. There was your best friends and you just sat around and chatted about it until whatever, right? Until you got through it. Yeah. Yeah, no, definitely. I think that there is, there has been a trend specifically um, with high schoolers now um, in the school system. So I work in Hamilton County and within those school systems, they're creating groups for like depression, anxiety prevention and suicide prevention, which is awesome. Does that, does that, does that pigeonhole them into a diagnosis or a condition? Like they're always going to have it. It's just a, oh, it's just an open dialogue. Yeah. Which helps. A safe place. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's not many of those. It's no. a conversation. That's really good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <clears throat> Isn't that weird? I mean, now we we have to orchestrate our conversations. Yeah. Because, but you, but, but they don't it's happen. A, they don't happen. Yeah. They really mm-hmm. don't. Yeah. So. All right. So I have another logistical question. Yeah. So oh, you, because no. you were talking, I know. Logistical. I don't know if it's really logistical. That's probably not the right word. But anyway, so you talked about what counseling or a counselor is, mm-hmm. but I've heard the word like therapist mm-hmm. too, like marriage That's therapist. A good or, so. Are therapist and counselor interchangeable or like 
like one's licensed, one's not? Like, how does that yeah. work? Yeah, well, that's a good question. Um, no, they're both, in order to, there's like these letters that go after people's names a lot of times, you oh, know? Letters. So like Like an eye chart. Yes. <laughs> so if there are letters after someone's name, they're typically licensed in some way. Like okay. MFT is Marriage and Family Therapist. Okay. LMHC, Licensed Mental Health Counselor. Is that so more education, uh, more tests? It's what? a different um, way of... So and then there's licensed clinical social worker. So social work is its own field. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then Tough different field. programs for counseling fields have licensed mental health track or a marriage and family track. So they're different tracks, different yeah, okay. depending on worldview, what you want to work with, how you view theory of change and all kinds of stuff. Ooh, see, this is yeah. why we have to do hours and hours of podcasting <laughs> yeah. because it's not that it's, easy. Yeah. It's, it's true. And yeah. and and if we're confused at all, you we know the listeners are you know, they don't you know, go get counseling. Well, what and who and how. Yeah. so let's let's just ask that. Let's say that let, let's say that I I have a patient that has some um, is, is struggling with um, just anxiety and stress. Mm-hmm. Thank um, you for not using me as a case study again. And, he and usually uses me as a case Amy study. And that's um, <laughs> serious. She lives at the following address. <laughs> hey, and hey, telephone hey. Number <laughs> And social security number is. Um, but. Who do we send them to? I guess it depends, right? If mm-hmm. there's an, a, a major trauma, there's a lot of things like that. But really, just starting out with, I always tell people, half time, just start somewhere mm-hmm. and see if you're getting somewhere. So going to someone like yourself to start this process of, I don't know why, but I'm anxious about everything, and I and I, you know, I don't want to take medication. I want to. So how do we start with somebody like that? Yeah. So if they're coming into you, mm-hmm. yeah. No, I think yeah. you said. No, but I'm sending them to you. Yeah. So you're they're coming I'm here. <laughs> no, I was going to say that's perfect because I feel like a lot of counseling too is knowing resources, and so when they come in, point. it's like, hey, let's have this safe space. Let's see where you're at. Mm-hmm. Let's see if you know why of why you're coming in. That's super helpful. Yeah. Just to, right. <laughs> to kind of think through if you're thinking. I about need going. a friend. Yeah. So I'm gonna... <laughs> Um, but then from there, um, it's really just sitting down and getting to know, um, kind of a little bit of their backstory. Cause a lot of us, like we all have a story, so we all have things that impact yeah. where we're at. There's context, um, there's relationships, other people in this world, obviously. So mm-hmm. it's kind of getting to know those situations. And I think from there, um, kind of developing how that person even operates like, and honestly, mm-hmm different um people groups operate differently in that like different ethnicities yes boy it's complex yes so it might be that somebody decides hey i think i need counseling they might end up finding a counselor who's licensed similarly to you you they sit down the first time have a conversation and that counselor might say it's great that you've come here here's things i can help you with but you might be better suited to go right. this direction. Yeah. So it might even be like almost a referral yeah. of sorts. Like yeah. just because you end up in the counselor's office doesn't necessarily mean that that's kind of where they're going to stay for some time right. is what I hear you saying. Right. Hmm. I think it, and I think it's important because some people really want to incorporate their family into things. And I think mm-hmm. that's very valuable. Boy, um, and so finding, I know we've talked a little bit about like what good fit looks like. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I yeah. think that's really important in this. Cause as you were talking about it, you know, you wanting to refer out, I was thinking, Oh, like, I feel like making sure like financial fit is important. So yep. if they have insurance and want to use it or not, yep. super important. Um, time fit, like what time do they have in their schedule? And not every, like there's community mental health counseling and then there's mm-hmm. private practice. So people work different hours um, and knowing what, you know, consistency could look like for that person mm-hmm. um, and coming to sessions and stuff like that. It's a relationship, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, the bottom line is, 
finding out if you can find someone that you can talk to and be candid and open. Because the oddest thing that I've found in practice was the amount of people that have no trust of anyone. Yeah. So I'll say, well, who's your best friend? So that you could tell anything, that, and they'll pause, and they'll be thinking, well, yeah, I can't tell them everything. I think a best friend can't tell them. It makes me wonder. Mm-hmm. But that seems to be, and I, and I see it in men and women. I see it m- more in women <laughs> that don't trust women. Hmm. And thus won't tell them everything because they're afraid of it going somewhere. So thus, yes. the counselor, right? Yes, because it's and I think we didn't. I didn't even mention this earlier. It's a confidential space. Yes, that's like a key thing to that's this. Mm-hmm. Is as a counselor like, walking into that room, everything stays in that room unless there's a safety issue. Right. Which mm-hmm. is right. Someone's being harmed. Exactly. Or, yeah, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. All all yeah. all professionals are tied yes. to that. that yeah. Well, and I think important issue. too to think about the fact that. Because I've heard people say, oh, I tried counseling and it didn't work for me. And right. it's like, okay, well, there's probably lots of reasons for that. One may be that you don't feel comfortable with yeah. the person that you end up selecting as a counselor. And, like, that's okay. Yes. I, that's okay, right? There's yes. other people <laughs> yes. to try, right? Yes. Right. And so, I, you know, I don't know. I well, learned that it's not necessarily a failure to say, like, well, no, I went and I quote-unquote and it didn't work. Right. It's like, well let's evaluate why that is. Maybe yeah. it's you, maybe it's the counselor, maybe it's a relationship, maybe it's the time or the money or the, like yeah. there's lots of things that could weigh into whether or not the person feels like it it helped them yes. well, in some way. I, I'll tell you, when I hear that, I my first thought now after 36 years of practice is you didn't think it was going to help you. Mm-hmm. It didn't work. Everyone knows you go in for high blood pressure medication. That one didn't work. You try another, you try another, try another, find one that works, right? Counseling is absolutely no different. It's relational. It's no different in the chiropractic field or anything else. It's no different in business. You've tried this company that's going to do something for you. They didn't do it well. You find another one. You don't quit. If you got a problem, you got a problem. You got have to proceed mm-hmm. down that line. Mm-hmm. But finding a counselor of truth that, hey, I, I don't specialize in that, but I, I have someone. Yes. You know, referrals yes. are, are key to trust that they're going to honor you with that and not have you becoming for, you know, whenever I hear somebody, been going to the same counselor 20 years. So, okay, uh, how's it going? Are you moving on a lot of things? No, I still work on the same thing. I go, eh, wrong counselor. <laughs> yeah, probably not a good yeah fit. Yeah, yeah, probably not fit. And they're not helping you, right? Yes. They're not yeah. moving yes. you on. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So we talked about, professional listening mm-hmm. which is i think what mm. i think of a lot when i think of counseling Boy, i'm you good go, at listening i am well, I just and interrupting anything. occasionally <laughs> <laughs> um but i also understand there are other techniques and things that some counselors right. use outside of just the listening part and so i'm curious if you have experience i don't know what those things are necessarily but if you yeah. have experience or you have other parts of your practice that like are not just the listening part but other techniques or I don't know if there's like technologies or like how that works. Yeah. So, yeah. I'm no, it's a about good that. question. It's, I think what's so hard is when these questions come out, my brain just goes to so many different <laughs> options. I'm <laughs> no, like, okay. Sure. <laughs> I feel like, especially now too, there's so many people have specialties now. I feel like that's okay. even a thing. So mm-hmm. like there's this training that I have called EMDR mm-hmm. and okay. it's specific. That's for, popular. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it's very, it's fascinating because um, that specific piece it works with a lot of things but it was started um with ptsd with veterans Mm -hmm. and so you know knowing if you're going to someone who is more trauma-based in how they approach work or maybe attachment based between a a child and a parent or Mm -hmm. um possibly grief and loss or possibly using um there's this thing called cognitive behavioral therapy Mm -hmm. so it's how your thoughts impact then your feelings and then your actions and so um that's highly used with depression and anxiety and all of that. Right. So 
I feel like to answer that question, there's there's more of different systems of dealing with different um, types of things. Types of things. Hmm, okay. And so it kind of depends on what the counselor is trained in, what they're comfortable with, mm-hmm. um, and then that relationship is huge. What is it? I, I don't want to get this wrong, but like 90% of the effectual, uh, like the effect efficacy, of it all, yeah, yeah mm-hmm. efficacy there, it has to do with relationships. Yeah. doesn't matter what I know. Yep. If we don't trust each other here and there's not safety, yeah. right. it's not going to work. It's not going to happen. Right. Yeah. Belief that you can help somebody, yeah, right? Yeah. That's with everything. Yeah. That's 40% of whether they're going to be successful, period, Yeah. is they believe that you're telling them the truth, mm-hmm. that you care. Yeah. That's the other thing. I mean, that goes all the way to lawsuits, all that kind of stuff. They don't happen with doctors that care. Mm-hmm. The doctors who don't care that, you yeah, know, yeah, they don't care, right? So, so like EM, EMDR. Mm-hmm. So, is that does that have like a physical technology to it, or is it an approach to how you work with a patient? Then, yeah, it's an approach, but then there's also um, modalities that you can use. So, because okay. mm-hmm. the idea is to get both sides of your brain in the process, so you go oh. brain speed rather than mouse speed. Is that oh. a feedback system, or is it? A, it's I a like training. That brain it's speed not a feedback system. <laughs> okay. It's not bi- biofeedback, but okay. it's um, it's you can have tappers in your hands, so it like goes oh, back and forth. There's light bars. Um, oh, okay. and oh. things like that. Okay. Um, and so it, it adds a different dynamic in there. So you're not the only tool. Because really, as a counselor, yeah. you're a tool yeah. <laughs> in the room. In the best possible yes. sense. <laughs> yes. And so it kind of adds yeah. other other pieces in there, too, to kind of get a different angle. So Gotcha. Yeah. Cool. So someone might be out there thinking or have heard of EMDR, for example, or mm-hmm. have, have said, oh, you should take right. your child to get this or that. And so what they would want to find is a counselor that has training in that yes. and the modalities or some of the other cognitive behavioral therapy or some of the other things that you mentioned. Yes. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. Well, cool. I tell you, I, I, when I sit with the mothers and uh, their children, stuff like that, and the mothers are run down, they're anxiety, depression ridden. I mean, any, you know, 25 to 40 years old, I'm, I'm sure you're just loaded down with those type of, uh, it, well, that is if they'll come in because, you know, and it, the only thing that's ever, ever consistently motivated the mother to change, and this is fathers too, of course, um, was, well, as long as you like where you are, at least you're training your kids to do the same. Hmm. And they go, well, I don't want to be like that. I says, what do you think you're training to do? You're training exactly. To be a mother, you're supposed to be exhausted, depressed, and miserable because you have kids. Mm-hmm. That's what you train your kids to do by action, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. And then it's, well, I don't want that. And then they actually do start listening, and I can get them to counselor and get them to start doing some of the things. But it's interesting how there's just no understanding of the effect of the whole family and what needs to be done and how a counselor can help work through those things. Yeah, no, I think you raised, as you said that, I was thinking of self-awareness and self-care. I know that's kind of a cliche term now, self-care, but it's so important. Mm -hmm. And when you were talking about people coming in and saying, I'm just not getting anything out of this, it's like, do I want this for myself and what do I want for myself? Yeah, yeah, Yeah. absolutely. We talk a lot about that. Am I worth caring for first? And what's my importance in the family right and do i believe i can do it yep yeah 100 percent. yeah so a lot of counseling is honestly motivation (laughs) motivational (laughs) interviewing (laughs) you know like that it's like yeah you kind of do a little coaching a little listening (laughs) Mm -hmm. some techniques and yeah it's interesting some counselors really lead you Hmm. some counselors won't lead you at all they just give you Mm -hmm. something to look at because they think you have to figure it out if you do not now I've seen that more in the last 
10 years of that being kind of like, I'm not going to tell you what your next thought is. You Mm -hmm. have to figure out what's that about. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I think it's the idea that whose responsibility things are and Mm -hmm. increasing um, the confidence of your own voice and and who you are and where you're headed. Because at the end of the day, it's everyone's lives. Like we're responsible for ourselves. Mm -hmm. And so I think honestly, in a way, it's almost like a counselor can be a mirror to that person, Good idea. but is not someone who's like telling them who they are or where they're at. And they'll get stuck again because yes. they haven't figured it out. Yes. It makes sense. It's just that in the past, it was like you went in, they kept talking, do you go do all these hmm. things? And I used to do that. <laughs> I used to think, well, I know. So I'll, I won't even tell, I mean, I won't even lead them as to what book I'll try to give them indicators. Well, except for Amy. Except um, for me, because I don't listen to anything. <laughs> it takes me a long time. I'm a slow learn. But Some yeah, I'll just more direct. Yeah. 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 You even do this. Okay. Now he's resorted to plea bargaining. So it's like, like, and if please. you do, doggy treats of uh, right. for your dog. <laughs> exactly. Well, yeah, so but we, these oh, are great conversation. It, it, a lot of times we'll have counsel on. We're just talking about a specific case, right? And those are are important. But the truth is, why use you? What that it's a safe place that that nobody's getting in your mind. Mm-hmm. Nobody's changing your mind. Nobody, yeah. and that used to be the scare technique is nobody's telling me, but that you don't, do you? No. You, you no. coach them, you assist them. It's no different than a sport. Yes. Like basketball or something. <laughs> That's right. That's right. Liz likes sports. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> sports balls. No. <laughs> no, it's true. It's very yeah. true. I yeah. think that is a common defense mechanism used. I mean, I go to counseling and I, I used to not want to, because I was like, wait, I can do this myself. That's another one, right? Boy, yeah. It's like, it. why do I need someone I else? I'm so glad that you said that because I was sitting here thinking, I really want to ask Liz if she goes to counseling. You know, because you think about like, I think about what dentist does my dentist go to? What chiropractor does my chiropractor go to? If I go to the best one, where do they go? Right? And oftentimes. Who thinks that? Right? But oftentimes, especially in medical professions, I think people think like, I don't. Like I'm, I'm a counselor. I don't need. I'm a coach. I don't or, need to be uh, coached. I at, you know. And I, I think agree. some of the most interesting lessons I've heard from are from people that are in their profession who have used their profession to become more self-aware. Yeah. Right. And so it, I always love hearing someone say like, "I'm an executive coach, and this year I've hired this executive coach for myself." Like, oh, tell me about that. Right. Yeah. Because yes. I mean, not only are you probably learning something about your own practice you've, but you've you're grown. obviously like working on your own life Absolutely. yeah which yes. is super cool excellent yeah yes i think that's what's so great about being in counseling and being a counselor is that um that feedback like i'm constantly growing and in that mindset and so a growth mindset is really a part of what counseling is and hopefully you know, develops along the way for people coming in or um, maybe they come in that way. And so they're just like going like someone who walks in and says, I want to be I want this to change. It happens so much quicker. Mm-hmm. Um, it's fascinating. Agree. There's that book, The Growth Mindset. I don't know if you guys have heard, I've of, heard it. of it, but I haven't read it. Yeah, yeah. it's fascinating. So, hmm. cool. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, so, yeah. So I was kind of funny because I tend to be on the side of um, so when I started going to counseling, I had a specific life event, right, that was happening. Um, but I couldn't necessarily articulate where I wanted to get to. Mm-hmm. I mean, other than like a healthier version of me. Mm-hmm. So in some ways, I feel like it's not a fast process. And that's a little frustrating. But mm-hmm. it's also like the path of self-discovery has been good, right? And so it's interesting to hear you say like if people come in and they're like, I want to achieve this thing or like change in this way, how it happens maybe more quickly for some. And 
probably an important point to understand that like not everybody is the same, right? Depending nope. on whether you're coming from like a trauma that's happened and you're trying to deal with that or you're in an age and stage of life and you're trying to deal with that, like, yes. right? Not only just depending on you and your own mindset, but what the situation is yeah. can probably very much, I would think, influence how your like path of counseling might unfold I guess 100 percent yeah yes yeah <laughs> yes cool now I feel better about myself oh my because gosh. it's like you know I, I sometimes yeah I walk away I'm like I don't know that I I don't know that I'm making progress right that's my thing like I want to check yeah. out like I'm I did a thing and I made progress and yeah. sometimes it's not that way I was but. gonna actually just as you were talking I was thinking yeah. you know it seems like I think too there is a point where you kind of have to put boundaries around things like what is a goal that I have in general right mm-hmm. but it's not about that goal is more having to do with the process you're in to get to that goal and what comes up along the way. Yeah. And I think that's why it's hard to define what counseling will look like because everyone's process looks different. Yeah. Like what yeah. you just said. And it's yeah. not bad. It's, it's not, just different. It yeah. is. It's just different. And actually, it's to be completely honest, it is such a privilege to watch that happen. Mm-hmm. Like that's why I love doing it um, because people, they start to own who they are and what's happened and heal. Yeah. And I think it's really cool to watch. So. Yeah. Yeah. That's very cool. Which, yeah, and I can see where it would be difficult. Like, if you cut yourself, you like you know when it's healed. Yes. If you break your ankle, I mean, you might have residual pain or whatever, but, like, you kind of know, like, I'm going to make this amount of, you know, I'm going to have a cast, and then I'm going to have this, and I'm going to have physical therapy, and then eventually I'll be able to walk again and maybe do most of the things I was doing or whatever, right? It's, there's kind of – it feels like a more predictable path. And mm-hmm. I think when we're talking about mental wellness um, and working on becoming our best selves, like, holistically – it's kind of hard to like figure out what those like guideposts are and to be able to look back and say, I mean, maybe that's what it is, right? It's like looking back and saying, man, I don't really know what happened the last six months. I don't feel like I made a lot of progress, but like if I recap like things that have happened to me or things I believe about myself Mm -hmm. or decisions I've been able to make or whatever, Mm -hmm. right? It's like, okay, I really have made, like I've made remarkable progress, right? And it's just not, there's that, that physical indicator of like, oh, the cast came off to like tell you exactly. along the way it's not as yeah. tangible yeah 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 totally so frustrating oh my gosh no <laughs> but cool <laughs> yeah but I think that's another good point of why setting up a consistent appointment time can be helpful because it can actually help you reflect give you that space to say oh yeah like this mm-hmm. time last month to now whoa yeah like, here's what's going on yeah. and maybe it doesn't have to be all positive and wonderful but more just like who I am something has changed here something is different or I've noticed something yeah and I think um so just again speaking to what you said about that like giving yourself that self-care time to go in order to like notice those things yeah Yeah. for sure so okay so like let's get insanely practical and let's say I've decided all of a sudden that I'm gonna go to counseling how do I how do I where do I start like how do I I mean so I would start probably by going on Facebook or something and saying, well, no, probably not with counseling. <laughs> okay. I might like private message a few friends. I'm not yeah. really sure. Right. But ask, right, for referrals. So I'm assuming that's like a good place to start. But are there other ways to sort of maybe figure out who's a good first choice for a counselor? And then kind of then just tell me a little bit about like what's the pathway generally for people after that? Okay. All right. Do my best on this. Okay. So I think – the first thing you said of reaching out to people you know, I think not that on is, Facebook publicly, right? No, not yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
gonna do that. But like people you trust, mm-hmm. you we like with your kid. Like if someone has a kid, they're not gonna like they're gonna ask people who they know, who they trust, who have watched their kids, other you know, and all mm-hmm. that to build that connection. So I think that um, a lot of times it's through word of mouth. So like asking yeah. people you know, and as the conversation grows, then people are more open about who they see and what's going on, and you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah. So that's one step. But as far as if you're like, you know what, I don't want to let anyone know because you don't have to. Right. And also, like, I don't know anyone that goes to counseling, whatever. Um, So Psychology Today is a really good place. You can do a Google search. Um, Mm -hmm. A lot of practices and places around are on Google searches. So, Mm -hmm. like, doing that. um, And, again, like I said, Psychology Today. And then from there, um, you can read little bios and just kind of get a feel. And most people have their picture up or you can do whatever. Um, And just kind of notice Beyond that, though, we talked about the insurance piece or not, because mm-hmm. payment is a thing, right? Yeah, absolutely. absolutely. <laughs> invest in yourself financially there. What does that look like? Yeah. Um, and so different providers, they'll show on there if they have insurance or not, if, they, okay. if they're a network. Um, so anyway, those are some of those finding things. And then really, it's just taking the courage and going in. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, so, but typically after you find a counselor, you'll contact them and they'll either talk to you on the phone or via email or text, whatever works better. Um and then you kind of get a feel for who they are a little bit, too, I think. Yeah. Um, so once you initially do that, you'll set up, like, a time to go in, set up a time that works for your schedule. And that first session is called, like, an intake or initial session. So that's typically a little bit longer. Um, it could be up to 90 minutes, but some places still stick to, like, the hour frame. So, um, But what happens then is there's, like, paperwork to fill out, like, for confidentiality and all kinds of stuff like that, um, a little bit about, you know, your background, who you are. Um, but then that very first session is, like, the whole building that relationship, like, getting to know the counselor. And I feel like it's just as important for, you know, the counselor to ask those questions as it is the person walking in to mm-hmm. ask some questions. And a counselor who is probably going to provide a trusting relationship is going to be open to you asking them some things. They might yeah. not be able to answer everything that you're asking, but I yeah. think it's important to know um, that you can be who you are and be open in that too. Yeah. So, yeah, sit down. And that first session's talking about the why, you know, as yeah. much as you know. It doesn't have to be clear cut. It can just be like, hey, I'm here because I, I have no idea and yeah. I want to figure it out. You know <laughs> yeah. what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But things aren't working. And so let's talk, yeah. <laughs> you know. Or it might be like, well, that was an interesting hour, but I just don't feel like there is a connection. And so, yes, thank you for your time. Like as a person, right? Like I think yeah. sometimes people are afraid, like I made this step. It was really hard. I made the call. I made I got the first meeting was kind of unsettling or like I just didn't feel completely comfortable but like I'm in now so like I you know I'm gonna keep going and that may change right over time you might be like okay it was just me and I was feeling weird that day and it's fine but like truly if you feel like it just wasn't a fit or whatever then you just get to start the process over again right and find somebody else and I think people shouldn't be like afraid or like I mean, I doubt you're going to hurt the counselor's feelings no. if you're if you're like it just or it's not you. Or it's they're me. going it's to not say, me, it's you. "I love Liz." Oh, this is great. <laughs> How many years can I come? Yes. I mean, this uh, is the best yeah, yeah, I'm just kidding. Kidding. best <laughs> hour I've ever had in my life. That's what they really say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I think that's a good point though, because sometimes people do get stuck in the fact, "Oh, I need to continue to be loyal to this person," and right. that's not what this is what it's about at all. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, no. So, yeah, giving that voice to it. Yeah. That's good. Cool. Okay. I love it. Well, so we're kind of to the end of our time. We This always happens is we get talking and then it's like, and we're done. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so I guess 
what is maybe a thought or two you would leave with our listeners in general who are maybe in a point where they're like, yeah, I really want to have somebody in my life because I'm wanting to make changes. Right. Like, hmm. what's your like word of encouragement or mm. kind of thought that you'd like to leave leave them with? Ooh. I know. Big open-ended question. Do it. This is good. I wish you guys could watch Liz's face. Like, her head just got, like, <laughs> oh my she gosh, exploded so and she got a big smile. Like, no. Yeah, it's so good, though. Um, I would, honestly, I would just say give yourself some space to be honest with yourself. Um, see where you're at. And if that's something you need, value yourself enough to go to try it, just to try it. I think – you know, some people are afraid to fail or they don't know what something is or fear gets in the way. And I get that. But I feel like if um, if you're really honest with yourself and able to kind of step into that space, I would say, try it, you know. Um, and if it doesn't work, OK, great. Let's go to someone else or try something different. Um, but just even getting that experience, like I know for me. I went my first time I went to counseling. I went one time. I was like, I'm done. <laughs> like, I was like, I'm out. You're like, I passed. Check. No, yep. no. <laughs> and and but for me, if if I hadn't gone that one time, this was before I became a counselor. I don't think if I had tried it, I wouldn't have been as open to the process in my life. So it doesn't mm. have to look perfect this first time or anything. Yeah, it's yeah. just reaching out and taking a step for yourself. Yeah. Cool. That's yeah. great. Thanks, Thanks for joining great, us today. Yeah, great, great Thanks, answer. guys, for yeah. having me. It's very so nice. fun. Yeah. Excellent. Amy Baker, Dr. Sean Benzinger. Humarian Health Podcast. Spilling our guts. For the well-being of yours. That's right. Thanks for having the guts to listen to the Humarian Health Podcast. Make sure you follow us on social media. We're on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at Humarian Health. If you have things you'd like to gut check, send us an email at gutcheck at humarian.com. 